welcome to the Group Print Podcast. It's myself, Josh. I'm here with Lloyd. Yo. And today we're going to be discussing taking a lead all the way through to a sale and the process that we go through in our businesses and uh, a few different ideas of what you can do in your businesses too. Obviously, yeah. every business is different, so a lot of it we're going to be discussing is a bit of a guide. Absolutely. Um, I think that's the main thing to take across. from it. It's not about yep. exactly this is what you should be doing. It's being open to the options and sticking with what works. If one way works and it's simple, then that use that, it, it, that's the right one. But <clears throat> if there's bits where it's slowing down or if it's, there's, there's almost uh, roadblocks at certain points, you should be assessing how successful each point is and uh, where you can improve it. Because obviously the better um, this lead to sale process is, the more sales you'll get. Definitely, I mean, this, this for me is where a lot of people are losing new potential customers. Mm. Um, what what you should be doing after today, I think, is looking at your process and seeing are you missing some of the key components that we're going to discuss today, and also are you adding too many steps? That's one thing I see a lot where people mm-hmm. are putting the obstacles in, yeah, uh, and creating a non-smooth transition from getting in touch to signing mm-hmm. up. Yeah, um, I find a lot of people who say they need more leads have actually got enough leads if they're converting more of them, and obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Finding a, a smooth solution to this for you is, is really, really key. And this is something I review all the time in my business because obviously there's times where we go through patches and we're not converting enough. And I look at our process and we can usually find a little uh, road bump in there. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. That's something that you need to be tracking. If you've not got a lead tracker of for, of sort, uh, then you, you should have. Like It's pretty, pretty basic, uh, but it's essential. Um, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It doesn't have to be a massive template. It's as, it's as simple as an Excel sheet that says somebody's name, how they got in touch, what stage they're at through the sale to lead process, whether they said yes or no, why they said yes or no. Yeah. And, it, uh, it can be as simple as that. Just so yeah. you, that you know that when... Jane got in touch with you that time on Facebook. You know she was followed up. You know she got the same sort of service that you give out to everybody else because we know that when, when you're busy, when you're teaching sessions, when you've got PT, when you've got uh, classes, if you've got staff, it's real easy to forget about that guy that messaged on Facebook last night at 11 yeah. o'clock at night, it is. So uh, making yourself accountable and getting that um, tracker in place is essential. So if you haven't got one, get one, definitely. Yeah, and it's all about trial and error, so... You should be reviewing this and seeing where most people are getting stops in the process mm-hmm. and that's when you could tweak something in the process. So stage one will be receiving a lead. When I go into much details, it might be through your website, it might be through an email, it might mm-hmm. be a phone call, mm-hmm. it might be a Facebook message, yep. could be anything. And uh, the key one for me straight away is acknowledging that message as soon as possible. If it's 11 at night, obviously you don't need to acknowledge it at 11 at night, but within the first couple of hours of the morning, some mm. kind of acknowledgement. It doesn't need to be an answer. It could just be, thanks for your message, we'll be in touch, da da da, da. Just, yeah. just so they know that it's been received and it's being worked on. Yeah. I yeah, find yeah. that if you leave that for a while, that's when the leak can start to go colder. Absolutely, yeah. I think um, as, as we're going through this, what we, we look at it in a, in a, well, a step-by-step or almost like a flow chart in, um, as a visual sort of aid. So if you get that first step in, um, then the rest of it can work and you know from your own service history from from um, dealing with other companies that that feels better it feels nicer when you walk into a shop somebody says hello to you and asks if you're okay it yeah. feels better if you if you drop somebody an email if they just email back and say yeah we're working on it or drop somebody a message on Facebook it definitely goes in a, uh, in your favour to at the very minimum do that 
ideally it's going to be a full response if it's oh I just want to know more about training on an email you get back to them this is what we offer this is what we can do for you or even if it's questions whatever your process is you get back to them straight away yeah I mean for me we, we get most of our leads through our website so it's, a, it's an organised lead capture if that makes sense so hmm. it'll be name number and message so usually the message will say something like what are your prices are I'm interested in this ideally what they'll say is because the form is set up for a phone call hi I'm interested can you call me at this time yep. and our form will ask them at what time mm-hmm. is best to call if somebody doesn't do that it's usually Facebook where the message is a bit is more personal a bit more, bit more uh, a mess let's say Yeah. so they don't follow our structure because there isn't a structure to messages no, on Facebook they're just asking so, a question yeah. yeah it might be like hi uh, what's your prices mm-hmm. and what I'll always do is I'll acknowledge the question but I'll also straight away follow up with where would be a good time to give you a call and what's your number yeah so it's an acknowledgement with a with mm. a the next step yeah. as well so me and Josh both do uh, predominantly phone calls for the sale um, some people prefer face to face I actually prefer um, selling to somebody face to face but I found for me for convenience we work with a lot of uh, young professionals busy people so uh, for convenience for, uh, to get the time down between the lead to talk to him, getting setting up a phone call is much easier to get people to commit to than uh, than face to face. Well, if we tried to do face to face all the time, that would be us creating a roadblock for our audience, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of the busy professionals might be able to nip out the office or find yeah. a time or mm-hmm. whatever. Whereas to actually get in, it might be next week, and by that time, it's got a bit cold. Yeah, absolutely. They've they've, they've realised that because if the first step is a bit of a hassle suddenly in their mind they're seeing this whole thing yeah they already the can't be bothered can, yeah get rid of so trying to make it as, as we mentioned at the beginning as smooth as possible so yeah. um, so we're both agreeing um, trying to get them on the phone at that point yeah so and, from the lead get to the yeah. phone or face to face if it suits them yeah I mean for anybody um, obviously your business might be different so we'd, we'd say for anybody it's an acknowledgement plus a next step so that next step like we said for us would be to get them on the phone yours might be face to face it might be a tour of your gym Yep. Um, that kind of thing yep. uh, or you might re- I mean what I wouldn't do which I see a lot of errors is acknowledgement send them a, a crap load of information and wait for them to come back here's a massive sheet of information mm-hmm. and here's about 400 recipes yeah. nothing that they ask for or, or, and then get in touch if you're interested or the other way around people dead send uh, prices yeah it's yeah. this much sign up here see you later yeah do that to 15 people and then two respond yeah. and you've yeah. just killed loads of leads Um I think with this, it's how you, it's how you word it as well. Um, so coming in for a free consultation, coming in for a consultation even, I think can we put people off a little bit because it feels like they're going to be sold to when they're there. Um, the way I try and put it to people is, because um, generally the, the our, uh, our ones that come through structured come through uh, lead pages or a click funnel and they have a form that they have to fill in, like Josh said, yeah. so it's, uh, would they prefer a call, what time, so we've got a bit of that information, if it comes through on Facebook, or if it comes through an email, or any other way, um, I put it to people, or we do it at M3, we put it to people that, yeah, we have a lot of options, there's, there's loads of stuff, we can definitely help with what you're after, you know, we, we th- that is what we do, not a problem, um, so let, let's, uh, let's get a time to talk, or meet, Depending, you know, depending on what they've said, generally. But let's get a time to talk so we can discuss what option is best for you, and if we're the right fit for each other. So it feels like you're being nice to them, and, and because you are, that's what you're trying to do. You, you want to, you want to sell them on the best plan for them. Yeah. They also want to be the person that you want to be there. You don't want to be selling to people that aren't your ideal audience. For me, we have like loads of social people and stuff. If if we brought in a one bad apple who was an absolute 
fucking prick to everybody there, it wouldn't do the business any yeah. good. So it is, as well as it's me trying to sell to them, it's me going, are you a right fit for this company? So I try to word that with, let's get a chat and see what option's best for you and see if everything's a right fit for each other. And it's yeah. a lot more laid back way of going, let's have a consultation. Uh, because like I say, it feels like people are going to be sold to. Uh, what you're really doing is giving them more information and pointing them in the right direction of what service that they want from you. Definitely. It's just helpful, isn't it? I mean, like yeah. the consultation might feel a bit more formal, like, oh, I'm not ready for consultation. A yeah, phone I just wanted to like, know the prices. Yeah, well, everybody wants to know the prices because mm. they're interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they're interested, help them and find Absolutely. out if it's right for them. That, that's, that's all it is. Yeah. I wouldn't even, I mean, a lot of people will give it names. What we'll do, we'll put you in for your... Sales strategy funnel face call. <laughs> it's just like let's just have a chat. It sounds so much uh, more informal. And during that call, obviously you can prove to them on that call that you can actually help them. Yeah. And at that point, you're a lot more open to finding out more yeah. rather than making it sound like you've just got yourself into a strategy funnel face <laughs> call. Um, just don't even give it a name. Let's have a chat. Let's treat each other like human beings and, and see if we can help each other out. Yeah, I think what part of um, the chat that starts to put yourself as a bit of an authority is that because you know their issues, because if you if they're right for you, uh, you deal with the sort of uh, issues that they have. So again, me and Josh are uh, young professionals, so we know that having time to train is one of their issues. That's going to be for a lot of people. So even if you're training, uh, sort of you know, young mums, single mums like, yeah. or whatever, whatever, generally. A lot of people think that time is a barrier. Um, yeah, time is a barrier to them training, to them getting results. So if you address that at the beginning and you've, you're already helping them solve that issue, they already start to see you as a, a solution to their problem. And that and little things like that will go a long, long way. And we've put it on the next step as building rapport, and that's all it is. It's understanding who they are, what they want, what the problems are, so you can offer them solutions so yeah, so now you're on the phone or you're face-to-face meeting, in our case on the phone. Obviously for you, next step might be different, but whatever it is, th- these, these steps are key regardless. So as I mentioned, build rapport. So that might be open up with a little bit of small talk and a bit of a chat. Try not to come across like a robot or dead serious. Try and, I always try and open up with, say for example, which happens a lot, you've had trouble getting each other on the phone. Laugh that off at the first couple minutes. Sorry about that bit of a nightmare we've had getting each other on the phone. Yeah. Blah, blah, build a rapport. Um, you kind of build in a bit of a relationship with them and you kind of shared that nightmare that you've both had, for example. Uh, open up a bit of a joke. Um, and then basically, I, I always use a line of, so yeah, we're kind of, now I've got the small talk out of the way. The reason I've called you is in response to your email. Yeah. Because I'm putting it back on them. Yeah. You've got in touch with me, so I'm now calling you to basically help you out. Um, by that point, you should have a little bit of rapport built, but that should be continuing throughout the phone call anyway. Trying not to be dead rigid with the way the call goes if it wants to flow this way or that way that's cool but you do always want to control the phone call yeah, as well and make sure you're the one answering the questions and make sure that they're doing the majority of the talking um, ultimately the, by the end of the call you want to know loads about them they don't need to know loads about you Yeah. Uh, obviously they want to know some stuff around the business etc but you want to know as much about them as possible so you so you can eventually give them a solution to well the, the, the idea is for me if, um, if, if you imagine it like this with a customer, you've got a piece of paper and it's filled with information of them, right? Mm-hmm. So at the, at the top would be the name, their age, and as you go further down, you get more and more details. When the call opens up, I feel like that, that page is covered and all you can see is the name at the top, Dave. And your job is to keep pulling that sheet further and further down mm. so you know more about them 
which gives you a much much stronger position to sell your products. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's um, a good way of looking at it. It's very very hard to sell to Dave that's twenty seven, and that's all you know. Yeah. Because you can't go tell you what, Dave. You're gonna love this package because you're twenty seven. Mm. You well, need to say you're gonna love this package because you. We know that you can't do evenings. This gives you early mornings. Yeah. We know that you well, struggle with this, and this gives you that. Well, the uh, the um, risk of selling too early without uh, without getting more information from somebody is that you've tried to sell them a product that they don't want. Yep. Uh, if I go to Josh's company, I know that he offers um, Evo Camp, which is uh, fitness and fat loss, and I know he offers Evo Lift, which is weights. If I go looking for weights and he jumps in to talk about um, circuits and camp and whatever you're already losing somebody and you don't want them going through anything yeah. negative you want to find it, find out what they want early yeah. on and I think for me the way I, the way I, we try to go at it is I, I try and find out what their um, what they think they're I mean you can call them roadblocks if you want what they're What's stopping them, essentially? Yeah. They're, they're the questions that I ask in a, two, a few different ways. Uh, what do you want? I want this and this, this. Where are you at now? Yeah. Uh, what do you think stopping you? These are pretty simple questions that people ask in a, in a consultation. But you, obviously, it has to be in a conversation because I try and have com- uh, questions that I tick off a list almost. But if you literally read one question after the other like it's an interview, yeah, yeah. Uh, it will not flow and there won't be any rapport building. It'll just be somebody feeling like they're being quizzed. Yeah, it's got to feel like a conversation. So this this stage, it's called the fact finder, as we discussed. We're trying yeah. to find out information about the person. And, and obviously, as we mentioned earlier, the more information, the better. Mm-hmm. So like, like Lloyd mentioned, you want to be asking open questions, yeah. things that they're not going to be able to answer with a yes or no, because you don't find out lots about people with yes or no. Yeah. And even if you did find out, it would take loads of questions. Yeah. If Lloyd can ask something, as you mentioned there, like, What's prompted you to get in touch today? Yeah. You might get a whole load of information from that one question. Yeah. Well, so I've got this wedding coming up, one piece of information, yeah. and I've been out of shape for the last two years because of this new job mm-hmm. as a lawyer. Right now, you know, the lawyer has been out of shape for yeah. two years, and uh, I'm struggling to get there in the early mornings doing exercise at my current gym, so they've got yeah. a gym membership and they can't do early mornings, etc. And that's yeah. how it very quickly mm-hmm. opens up. And it might, if you get the right questions, and it should be different for each person as well, mm-hmm. there's a few questions that I love and I always use but then I've changed them each time as well but it should only take three or four questions which should feel like a natural flowing conversation and should give you loads of opportunity as well to build rapport Yeah. because when they're saying I can't get in the morning you can go well um, why would you even want to yeah. I never train in the morning but like, banter 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 <laughs> but what you got to remember as well the point I made before it's not all about they can just jo- join up when if they want you want them to feel a bit like you're you're almost interviewing them to see if yep. they're the right fit for you yep. so because you want to know that they're going to fit into your company in group training it's really important that ev- that there isn't loads of beef between everybody in there if everybody hated each other no one will come to your group training yeah yeah you've got to get the right balance the right fit so it it, it almost is uh you finding out about them so that you know you can add them, add them to your business it, it, and without strictly telling them it's nice for them to feel like that that not anybody can just join that it, they've all they've almost like passed the test to join yep. and that's um, and like I say you don't want to say that at all but uh, they, you definitely want them to feel a little bit of that um, because you, you don't want them to just feel like anybody can ever get on the phone with you and just buy what they want definitely definitely so yeah, but at this point, you should know, really, if this customer is going to be somebody that's an ideal fit for you. Yeah. At this point, this is where I'd move on to saying, maybe make a bit of a joke out of it again, right? Thanks for that. We've obviously interrogated you a little bit. We've got all the information we need. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously, you've called and you've inquired about our weight training, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about ourselves. 
And that's where I'd pitch the brand. And obviously at this point now you know a lot more about them. Mm-hmm. That's why I'd pitch it in a way that is a little bit open to them. So it, we've got it, loads of people it, like yourselves who it, are also busy. I would, I would say it repeats back to them what, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. what the information is. Yep. So yeah, we train people up to weddings all the time. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, you know, um, you know, yeah, loads of people don't like training in the morning. So we've got packed loads evenings, classes. People, yeah. So you, you pitch the brand as a great thing, but you repeat back to them that your company contains a solution to every single one of their problems or it contains the way forward for every bit that they were struggling with and all the information that they've that they've told you and if you pitch the brand as well you're not just putting all your eggs in one basket what you don't want to do and a lot of people make mistakes for because they might have got in touch say originally for one-to-one let's say mm-hmm. i would still pitch the brand as a whole mm-hmm. and at the end of it because you know a lot more about them then you've got all the options that you offer available yeah. to them because what what you could do if you start going I think they're going to want our large group training which is all about fat loss and then you start really going down that that corridor mm-hmm. and then suddenly they can't do evenings and they're only on any evenings you've mm-hmm. got you've backed yourself into a corner yeah so pitch the brand and once you've pitched the brand then it sounds great and you've kind of made it really tailored to them and mm-hmm. you've got a really good rapport going that's when we'd come to the uh, the product recommendations yeah the next one so uh in group training, you generally have a couple of different offers. Even if it is, we have a boot camp and we have one-to-one. Um, getting somebody to the point where you can then suggest what works for them properly comes across really, really well. So I've, I've got four offerings in my, my uh, company. So we've got a large group, uh, what some would call medium group and some small group. But the medium and small are two different sort of angles. One's more performance, one's more uh, body composition. Um, we've also got one-on-one training. So if I sit down with somebody, I've got four things to possibly sell them. Um, what I'm trying to do is get to the point where I know what will fit them best and then find that for them. I win either way. So there's a lot of coaches I've been I've worked with or I've known over the years, and they're always going on about selling somebody one session a month is pointless and it's not pointless you know if, that, if that's on your menu for a reason then that's alright you shouldn't have it on there if it's pointless what you've got in group training and minimum of group training and PT is two fantastic offers for somebody to change a life so they're going to win you're going to win no matter what they get what you want to do is have them leaving going that was amazing I've definitely just solved all my problems right now if they want mornings and they want group training and if they find like they're, they're going to be good, you present an option to them. Instead of showing them everything that you've got, I don't take all four into the consultation. I find out what they want and then I suggest to them two things. So generally, I go for, uh, if somebody's after PT, I suggest the group that closest fits their options and PT. They're the prices, they're the options, which one works best for you. If somebody's come for group, I, I, I pitch them, the mainly the a large group and one small group and I say you can have one of these yeah. or you can have both together here's the prices that's what they, that's what they are that's the rest then it's up to them to make a decision you've got to remember people love to buy shit right? people love to buy but they hate to be sold to there's a reason that being a salesman has a bad connotation with it if you go to a used car lot people think that the salesmen there are pushy and going to get on you and really be cheesy and being that type of salesman isn't a good thing Selling stuff is good. People sell stuff all the time and people love to buy things. So when they've contacted you, they want to buy, they already want to buy, you've just got to let them buy something. So by going through this whole process, find out as much as you can, building all the rapport, and then pitching two, maybe possible three options of, of three things that actually work for them, 
they can then decide on price. It's completely up to them. And, and what that does as well is you, you, you tell them, obviously, why these are the products you've chosen. Yep. And I'd use a process called features and benefits, which is very, very underutilized. So you've got to tell them, say, for example, right, our large group is great for fat loss. Um, and this will be good because you've already mentioned that you are looking to, to get leaner, for example. Yeah, 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 and then yeah. I think the better example so again, is doing can... a mobile phone. So if you've been discussing throughout and you go, what what was it with your last phone that you liked? And they go, I like to take loads of photos, and but I always run out of memory, blah, blah, blah. By the end of it, you're saying, this phone would be good. It's got a great camera, which would be good for you because you get to take all the photos you want. Mm-hmm. It's got a 64 gigabyte memory I don't know what the memories are like these days and that's great because you're never going to run out of data storage blah 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 mm-hmm. and you also get unlimited text so you don't have to worry about running out of text anymore so that's what features and benefit it's something that like it has and why that's good for you so mm-hmm. our large group it's got all evening sessions and that means you no longer have to force yourself to get up in the morning you can get to the evening sessions that suit yeah. you so it's giving you the features and benefits for each package and also as well which Lloyd did mention and uh I like it as well because he didn't mention the budget and this is what we're quite big on I'm not a fan of asking what your budget is and what Lloyd's done very cleverly there is he's going to find out the budget without asking it yeah so he's, when they offer him one-to-one a group training, for example, say the small group, yeah, he's so, giving them yeah. options for the budget. So the price, and, the, yeah. the price range on that, for yeah. me, is between 100 and, say, £250. So if they say, so, one-to-one, I don't want to do that because it's maybe a bit expensive, it's like, that's cool. You've got the solution here that's yeah, in that price option. range. But if you ask me my budget, it's always been a lot lower than what it is. Yeah. If someone says to me, like, you're going out tonight... Yeah, yeah, what, what you're looking to spend, I'd probably say 30 quid. Yeah, but you're well, never going to not going to spend five times that when I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So it's always going to be a lot less. And once you've asked them the budget as well, you look like a bit of an idiot if you're offering them stuff not in their budget then. Whereas yeah. if you've not asked them the budget, you didn't know. You're just offering yeah. them different options. Well, like I say, it's up to them. if there's a range in there as yeah, well, exactly. then you're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. you're, not just off- you're not just offering one package that has one premium price or <clears throat> even two you can choose between £500 a month and £900 a month what do you yeah. want you give them a nice <clears throat> decent range at the group training you've got a, the, the, a fantastic option of something that's massively massively uh, on, on the side of value for money so what, you, what you're actually offering them is way worth what they get so because you know what's, what do people pay for even, even if your boot camp is what five quid a session like they get loads for five quid a session at a boot camp. People can get a lot from that. They get accountability. They get they get structured training. They get the uh, they get coached through every every session. They get to meet a group of people that are on the same sort of page. And for five quid, it's nothing. Even if it's five quid, if if it's more, then obviously your your sessions uh, get um, more valuable as, yeah. as the price go up and whatever. But what you're offering, even at your lowest range, is worth the money. And if it's not, that's your problem, not theirs. So your lowest end offering should be should still work for you. Like I say, no matter what they buy, you should win. If you've got something on your menu which you don't want to sell, don't fucking yeah, have it on the it menu. Off. Yep, take it off. If you're going, oh, God, I hope he doesn't buy one a week because that doesn't pay me enough money to pay me rent, then take it off. And don't pitch it, even if it is on there. But, yeah, yeah I mean... And, and, one thing's for sure as well is you want to make sure that you are pitching more than one product because if you're pitching one product, the answer is going to be yes or no, and no means nothing. Mm. If you're pitching two products, it's this or that. It's not yes or no. It's yeah. this one or this one. It's two yeses. Yeah. Um, and it, it 
at this point, obviously, if they're saying no to both of them, you probably haven't got your pitch or your recommended products right because they've yeah. come on the phone, they've they they given their valuable time to and this. Look, sometimes people get it uh, get it in the red that it's going to be really cheap. Mm. Um, I've worked on <laughs> commercial gyms a lot and the amount of times somebody sat down and said they want PT, I want this training, I want that training, and then you say, oh, you know, it's even when it was 30 quid a session for me. And they go, what? You've got to pay for it? Yes, do you know what I mean? All the people that go, oh God, I didn't think it'd be that much. Like, how much would you? How much did you think it was going to be? Really, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this some day people and age, some, most people will know. Some, won't they? some people know, but some people still there. Yeah. So <laughs> that sort of thing's going to happen. But if they've come through knowing what coaching is, knowing what it is, and you offer them a low end and a, 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 or from a low to a high end um, price range, and they don't buy it, they're either. Um, not your ideal client because your ideal client would buy it or you've done something wrong exactly and if you get your parts right because obviously I go through this process a lot and people sometimes don't don't buy it right away no and that's when you have your follow up processes but let's assume that they've, they've, they've said right I like the sound of package A yeah at this point then you've got your verbal yes and we're not going to put a plate for you now because it all depends on what you do next there's different mm. ways but you do need to give them a next step what you don't want to do is leave it with them that's or I'll call you tomorrow yeah, handshake no. see you later you need a next step for me I like to book them in for the first session whether it's group or one to one and I'll invoice them or, yep. or whatever they might pay card at the first session one to one with mm-hmm. our group so we do invoice if you're sat face to face you may take a card payment yeah, you may got a card machine. Um, set up the direct debit it's, mm-hmm. it's up to you but something has got to happen so so essentially yes, they've, they've got to sign, yeah. the, sign on the dotted line yeah, it's called the form, steps yeah, that's, yeah. that's the end one uh, we have an app that we set people up on and it allows they update their details and it allows me to set their payment system up so on face to face I would prefer them to go and download the app whilst we're there and we can chat about the weekend or whatever whilst they do it they put their details into the app and I go, then I can go, off you pop, see you later, uh, I'll set everything up for you, then I can take five minutes as soon as they leave to process their payments and put everything through. So it feels like a nice easy one for them. They, they download the app, put in a few details and they can take a picture of the card on it so they don't have to put anything yeah. on. Just put the card details in, put the uh, personal details in, they go on the way and within the next half an hour, they get a little message from the app and it says, you, your account has been updated, your credits are available, get booking in now, here's a process, blah, 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 blah. It's really, really simple. On the phone, that process becomes a little bit more difficult. So there's two options in my book that I would to say are uh, doable at this point. You either sign them up immediately on the phone. If you've got a uh, gold cardless, Stripe, um, any sort of payment system, which you should have, um, you can log into that system whilst on the phone and you can take card details. We'll set you up for the first month right now. Excellent, yeah, cool, good, let's go. It's gonna cost 69 pounds, it's gonna be this, this and this, this is how we're gonna do it. All I need from you today is your card number, let's do it. And they can go, yeah, nice one, off you go. Option two is, yeah, so I'm gonna send you an invoice right now. Your session start here, here and here. Once it's all paid, I will send you this, this, and this, or you will receive this, and this. Yep. So because because you're leaving it with them a little bit, you need to give them an incentive to do it right away. So if I send you an invoice now and you pay it and, and you get it paid now and sort out the payment, register for the direct debit, whatever it may be, then I'll send you the recipe book. 
then you've got that to work with and then I'll yeah, see you on Monday. Well. Right. So it's a gift because they're doing you a favour by going out their way again and putting something in. But if you're not doing one of those two things, there's a massive chance that they get, then get buyer's remorse, which we've all had. Actually, that £150 a month could just pay for that holiday that I'm, want, that I'm going on. So uh, yeah, Ultimately, something needs to come out to make it feel real. Yeah. Um, like I say, if you're there face to face, you can sign them up and give them something to take away in the hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I will always add them straight to my automation list. They'll get a confirmation email to say that your first session's booked, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et um, I do not think you can leave a sales meeting face to face or on the phone without anything that says that makes it feel real. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a, that's definitely the final step. Something that makes it feel real, some kind of confirmation, some kind of thank you for purchasing, yeah, and uh, and that's where we would then call it a sale. Yeah, it's done, and uh, and then it's time to to work the next steps, which is obviously the the first steps of them being a member integration. Yeah, yeah which is which what we'll the um, next one's going to be on. Uh, the big thing with the this process is that. It's followed step by step. Everybody gets a uniformed approach. Uh, I like to talk about uh, Starbucks a lot. I like the, the process of, of, um, of franchising that they've got. You go to a Starbucks, you order at one end, you give them your name, you go to the other end, they tell you your name, you get your coffee. There's f- three or four steps that you know that you expect and that you, I know that if I've gone in on the Monday and then Josh goes in on the Wednesday, he receives the same service and it's all right. We're, we're both happy with that. If I join up to your gym and your friend, my friend joins up and they get something that I didn't, mm. I'm pissed off. If my friend then comes to me and goes, well, he did, you know, he said he'd call me and he didn't call me. They're not getting the level of service that I got and then it, it's all, it, again, it, it's uh, putting a bad taste in people's mouth. To one, to uniform the process and then two, to track each step. If you know that when somebody comes into you, getting them onto the phone is a hard uh step a hard process a roadblock then change it go to face to face if once you've met them building rapport is okay fat finding is okay but when you pitch the brand they turn off change it these steps have to be here for you to track and know where the basically where where the leak is where the where the where the hole is and you then you need to uh, plug that hole keep the keep all the uh, leads in and sell to more people yes so that that is the basics of taking a lead straight through to a sale mm. and as Lloyd's pointed out there don't skip the steps um, uh, the last thing I'll leave you with is ultimately if you skip a step going from straight from build rapport to pitching a product you're going to make errors like we mentioned before where somebody will say well actually I can't do that because I'm never free in the evenings mm-hmm. you would have known that if you did your proper question asking yeah. very very hard to give somebody a strong recommendation and then a minute later go well, well actually you probably will be better with this one it doesn't sound as genuine. Yeah. It sounds like second choice. And suddenly, you're making it go a little bit cold. You want to build the momentum, get the lead hotter and hotter as it goes on. So the point when you give a recommendation, it's just a done deal. Yeah. And that can only be done by doing the steps bit by bit. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, yeah. Make sure you check out the next podcast, which is going to be all about taking you you're a member to a long-term member yeah. and integrating it properly into the community. Absolutely. Uh, in the meantime... Or straight away even, yeah. Actually, right now, um, go on Facebook, um, let us know what you think of the episode, get into the Group Print community, which is easy to find, just type in Group Print on Facebook if you're not already in it. If you are, get on there and let us know what you think of this episode. If you think we've missed anything out, let us know. If you think 
that we're talking absolute shit and that we've missed <laughs> loads of stuff out, then let us know. Uh, if you take any of these steps on and use them and they work, let us know. Um, we're always up for discussing it. Um, and that's it, yeah? Until yeah, next time, Josh is a mid-massive yawn, but goodbye, <laughs> see you later.